It looks like the clock is about to strike midnight on this Cinderella story. It's uh, refreshing, yet uh, displeasing to the eye. Somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. In the dying seconds! Unbelievable! They wouldn't say die! That just shows that they didn't come to play. They really come to play here at the MCG tonight. Welcome to another week of They Came to Play. It is Limo here. No Tess Armstrong today. She is uh, busy on other matters, clearly, which she considers more important than this. Um, But I'm joined... In person from uh, 1.5 metres away, Denny McGinley. Look at Hi. this. We're in the same room. Look yeah. at Limo. Look oh, at I you. know. I forgot what you look like. Yeah, the isolation beard has really suited you. Yeah, I oh. trimmed the sides of it today because it was really making me look like i got a fat head. So <laughs> Yeah, blame the beard. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've definitely put on weight. Well, since, uh, since Tess isn't here, Limo, I've yeah. introduced a new segment to They Came to Play. I wonder if you want to be the first sure. contestant. All yeah, right, yeah. it's called... Which Richmond player do you hate the most? Oh, go on. Can I have 10? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Well, should we just work through the numbers of uh, <laughs> 1 through to 10? Yeah. Who's number 1 to uh, the Tiger? Who does wear number 1? Let's just go straight to Dusty. Is Sydney Stack number 1? Uh, oh, hang on. Let's, let's, we, can, we can look this up. Right, even without Tess. <laughs> we can <laughs> look this up. Sydney Stack. <laughs> <laughs> Podcasts. Yeah. Um, it were Richmond Guernsey numbers, 2020. All right. All right, let's just go. Let's just find it right here. Number one. Oh. Nick Laston. Yeah, I don't mind Nick Laston. He's I mean, what is it? Flaston, 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 Flaston. Yeah. doing Mate, have a better name. Get out of here, Nick. Don't um, like you anymore. Dylan Grimes. Well, seems like a nice guy, but. Filthy. Uh, Dion Prestia. Prestia. Mate, it's pronounced Preston. Get your name right. <laughs> okay. Uh, Dusty Martin. Never heard of him. No. Jack Ross. Uh, two first names, no good. <laughs> Patrick Nash. Uh, two first names. One's a bogan spell. <laughs> okay. Uh, Liam Baker. Oh, mate, thinks he's Snowy Baker. Oh, Jack Revolt. Oh. Are we really going to do this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's just go up to number 10. Uh, Trent Cochin. The worst. <laughs> Shane Edwards. Two first names, the worst. Oh. There we go. That was. Who's your least favourite Richmond player? <laughs> we'll be back next week doing numbers. 11 to 20, <laughs> if Tess is not here. Um, hey, I had, a, I had a great weekend, Danny. I, I played golf on the weekend. D- hang on. What? In, is, in South Australia. You what? You played golf in South Australia? Oh, yeah, I flew over. The borders uh, are closed, aren't they? Private or? jet. Oh, okay. Different, <laughs> different rules for the unbelievably wealthy. Is this just what happens if you get a, a certain level of Hawthorne membership? You get to go <laughs> at the private jet. Yeah, that's right. And Jeff is the Jeff flies it. He's oh, the pilot. Right. So, uh, I Jeff flew me over to. I played at the Tanunda Pines Golf Club. Okay, TT, yeah. GC, and the. Um, Crows players are now listed as an official hazard uh, on that course. Uh, so if your ball does land near a Crows player, yeah. you've just got to play around them. Really? Yeah. Really? Is there a, is there a two-stroke penalty for hitting Tex Walker? It's uh, <laughs> a two-stroke bonus. Oh, really? <laughs> they take two strokes off your score if you hit Tex Walker. Uh, it's it's get- such a shame Eddie Betts isn't playing for him because if you get the, the ball into the sand trap, or whatever, mm. you wouldn't trust anyone to actually get it into the hole. But you just give it to Eddie; he'll just do a he'll yeah. just do a banana. He'll do a banana. He'll, do, he'll, he'll get it in. He'll get it out of the sand trap. 
so the Crows, what do you think of the um, – what's the what's the penalty they got? Penalty. So the assistant coach, Ben Hart, has got Stood six, down six weeks. Six weeks. Who knows if that's with or without pay? I believe it's with pay. <laughs> So he's I just, believe it's with pay. Yeah, actually. So he's, he's only missing one actual game. Normally that would be, you know, you're going, oh, mate, that's gardening leave. That's paid holiday. Given that we've all lived uh, six weeks of isolation and he has to double it, that is actually a punishment. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the players are suspended one match penalty. Yeah. And we don't even know who they're playing first up. So, but they have to do something else wrong for the suspended. Oh, it's a suspended sentence. Suspended sentence. Suspended suspension. It's a suspended suspension. Correct. Oh my gosh. Uh, so though they're all good to play round one. Yeah. All well, right. they couldn't suspend the sixteen players. They'd have to extend the list. Aren't they going to do that anyway? Is this uh, you know they are talking about just bringing in no, some aren't they, extra players? Aren't they, oh, they're cutting they're the list. cutting the list. Oh, okay. Well, I've just gone Tom Brown and got yeah, this completely yeah. wrong. Hey, what happened with Tom Brown? I missed this. Tom Brown said that he tweeted that the penalty for, for Adelaide was definitely going to be a hundred thousand dollars and two draft picks. I read this on Twitter yep. the night before as yep. well. Someone else was going hard with that, and then it was revealed that you know, yeah, just assistant coach stood down and the players might uh, get in trouble eventually. Right. He, the pylon on Tom Brown has been <laughs> quite spectacular. Right. Now, you work with Tom Brown at uh, yes. Triple M. I know Tom well. Do you, uh, has he ever, you know, does he do the footy tipping there? Is he often uh, uh, picking Gold Coast to knock off the Eagles at Perth? I, I will say this in Tom Brown's defence. He generally dots the I's and crosses the T's, Tom. Like, he won't go with a story unless he is very confident Ooh. that it's... Um, that it's right. So his sources, wherever they are, must have given him some bad information, I think, on that one. Or this is what put, could could have happened. Also in Tom's defence, the AFL could have said 100 grand, two draft picks. Yep. And then there was a general meltdown across the competition of people going, that's bullshit. Like 100 grand, two draft picks. Yeah, that is pretty severe. That, like, that yeah. should be the punishment for uh, having an umpire killed. By. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Melbourne tanked and didn't even lose draft picks. That's true, yeah. Mind you, Melbourne tanked, were found not guilty and fined $500,000. I don't. I still don't know how that works, but that's what happened to Melbourne. So, well, actually, this, this would make a lot of sense that the AFL are putting out all their bad ideas on Twitter first through these journalists yes. just, to, just to gauge reaction. Just to test the water. Yeah. So it wouldn't surprise me if they said, this is what it is, Tom got good information, he went with it, and then the AFL went, Ugh, yikes, that's a little too harsh. Let's just ban Ben Hart for six weeks. Do you, do you <laughs> I mean, how big's the turnaround, though, from the AFL? <laughs> yeah. They could have gone to 50 grand and one draft pick <laughs> or 10 grand and no draft but they've gone... Now, let's just no fine, no draft picks. We'll just suspend Ben Hart. Yeah, you don't want Gillen McLaughlin being the auctioneer for your house. <laughs> just going, all right, we're going to pass you a million, a million dollars, a million. All right, 20 bucks, 20 bucks. <laughs> it's yours. <laughs> Take it away. We have no other offers. You're my favourite Gillen McLaughlin move, uh, yeah. and he's the master of this. And he, he does it so often that I'm surprised people don't just uh, call him on it now. Yeah. But uh, whenever there's things getting a bit dodgy, a bit of heat, a bit of story you'd love swept under the yeah. table. He just goes, thinking about a night grand final. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly everyone explodes and yeah. get away with anything. They've definitely got the stories that enable them to cover up. What's, what's uh, another? My favourite is night grand final. What else? Do you uh, think? Night grand final is good. Tasmanian team. Uh, Tasmanian team is a good one. 
There was one uh, late last year that just came out of no. I mean, you know, the seventeen game season. Yeah, AFLX coming is back. A good one, AFLX. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know the China game at the moment. That's getting a bit of yeah, a bit of traction. Mick Moldhouse had a bit to say about that. Did Koshy actually say the the white Australia? White Australia? Thing? Seven reported it. I don't. I don't tend to. With these sorts of stories, I don't feel it's really important for, for me to be completely across all the primary sources. <laughs> right. It's, not, it's like, oh, man, how sick of uh, how sick of all, of all AFL media are you just uh, scrounging for anything? Channel 7 just put up a, a big story on their Twitter. Um, Scott Pendlebury is looking good at training. <laughs> well, today, <laughs> I mean, and good, that's good news. Yeah, good on you, Scott. Today, Herald Sun, as we're recording this, Danny, uh, stars report for mandatory COVID-19 testing. And look at the picture they've used. It's Dusty Martin looking demonic (laughs) with a hoodie and we're just clicking on the story now. It's Dusty with a hoodie and his eyes are really red from the uh, bad lighting or whatever for the photo. Yeah, he does look like he's about to go and play the Grim Reaper in yes, an amateur production. Yes. He, he does. He's off to some, you know, the off-chapel theatre. Yeah, chapel off chapel. Chapel chapel <laughs> to play the Grim Reaper. For the Stonington players. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's Adam Saad turning up for his test. So it's just a string of photos. Carl Hooker and Tom Bell Chambers, there they are. So hang on, why are they allowed in the same car? Do they live together? Uh, well. You're allowed to have five people over to your house. Oh, and he lives in his car. That's right. Because you don't, <laughs> you don't have to social distance, do you? In your house, once you've got five people in your house, I think you are supposed to, but it's very hard to police. I mean, right now we're sort of hunched over um, our, our our recording studio. Here, yeah, yeah. Here in the uh, in the in the Lehman Palace. In the uh, yeah, yeah. I had one of the butlers bring you down in a golf cart <laughs> to my office, and I really love this new Upper East Conservatory yeah. that you've put in. <laughs> yeah, we thought we'd extend this wing uh, <laughs> a little bit. Um, there's a picture here of Jake Stringer by himself in the car. Very Does it, we could make mean jokes about Jake Stringer finding it easier to socially isolate <laughs> than others. Is he popular in the playing group, Jake Stringer? Well, you, the know rumor him, was you know him from the, the Bulldogs? The rumour was that uh, a lot of the Essendon players' uh, wives and girlfriends weren't too keen on him joining the group and he was socially isolated from them. Right. Um, but I, I, I don't want to speculate. You never know what goes on inside those rooms oh, and okay. and who 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 gets along with whom. The only negative bit of uh, goss I ever got after a player left uh, yeah. was uh, from Toby McLean, my mate Toby McLean. Where's number sixteen for the Bulldogs? Oh yeah. So his locker was next to Tom Boyd's at, at 17. Oh, yeah. yeah. And Tom, of course, mid-left halfway through last season. Yeah. And so his enti- pretty much his entire Bulldogs career, uh, Toby McLean had a two-metre tank of a bloke in the locker next to him when they're all getting changed in those oh, small yeah, rooms. Yeah. Suddenly he had arms. He could actually get changed. <laughs> yeah, right. He went from a Jetstar flight to, to Qantas first class. <laughs> yeah, nice. <laughs> That's, uh, he said, I was sad to have Tom go, but, man, that was really comfortable for him. got some months. extra space. Yeah. Now it's, uh, now it's uh, Josh Bruce next to him, so he's back to being So he's back cramped. to being squashed. It's funny because I've been watching the Michael Jordan documentary. Yeah. And you see that Jordan, when he sits in his change area, 
and he's six foot six, and he fully like he almost lays on the bench. Yeah, so they get a little bit more room. Jordan was very much though the the sort of bloke who he's like you know when you go to the gym and you go into the change room and there's those blokes over the age of sixty who are just very European with their nudity. Oh yeah, they walk around nothing on, nothing on, and yes. they sit everywhere and have they do com- their stretching. Yes, have conversations with you. Yes, I had one. I was bending down doing up a shoelace, and he's standing there like knob pretty much in my face. You never know the true definition of the word pendulous <laughs> until that moment. Yeah, true. Uh, what were we talking about? So we, <laughs> COVID, what, yeah. no, we were talking about the COVID-19 oh, testing. Yeah. So the players have all gone in uh, for the testing now. I did have an AFL player say to me once, you know, the best way to return no positive results is to do no testing. Yeah. Uh, now, I think he may have been referring to drug testing. <laughs> but, or his VCE. <laughs> or his VCE. <laughs> But if one player gets it, they're screwed, aren't they? That's that's the problem. Yeah, there is. Uh, it's, so all this is at least. I'm surprised that Channel Seven haven't done a live play by play of every player getting t- tested. Uh, well, you know who's going. If anyone's going to do it, Sportsbet. Yes. You know what Sportsbet live broadcast this morning? Sam Newman's first T-shirt. Oh no! <laughs> yes. God. Well, uh, Nick Del Santo apparently played golf at midnight last night because he was allowed. Oh, did he? Yeah, there was a, that was Where? tweeted. Where? Uh, again, oh, right, I, okay. I didn't care enough to he, read beyond probably, the headline. Probably, probably Albert Park. Uh, so we're just flicking through this story. Now, this is interesting to me. The SA, the, so the Port and Crows AFL players who don't make the team can't play for their mm. SNFL team. That's right, yeah. So they've Because they don't ultimately... want any more exposure there, yeah. which means I'm going to read from the Herald Sun article here. It says it spells an end to Adelaide and Port Adelaide's presence in the SNFL for this season with Port having been set to celebrate its 150th year in the competition and they're not playing. Yeah, apparently, and apparently the birthday was yesterday when this when this oh, call was announced. Really? So, and I I know enough about the SANFL to know that everyone hates Port. Like, they yeah, are that's the, we all grew up. You either Port are kind of the Collingwood, I guess. Yeah, and Magpies. It, it seems to be and then black about. and white Magpies have got the prison yeah. bar jumper. Port Adelaide's a really tough area, uh, and Port love the fact that everyone else hates them. Yeah, and everyone right. else. Hates Port and Port people will say, much like Collingwood people, there's only two types of supporter: those who break from Port Adelaide and those who wish they could. Well, they do see things in black and white. So yes, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. You're a you're a West Adelaide Bloods fan, is correct. that right? Now, yes. what, what what are they the equivalent of? Uh, West Adelaide. They wear Essendon jumpers. They wear Essendon jumpers. Working class, pretty <laughs> tough. Um, is there yeah. an upper class team in, in Adelaide? <laughs> well, you'd say Norwood probably. Oh, okay, that's inner city. The inner city, a bit more money. Sturt, Norwood, Sturt maybe. Okay, and Glenelg is your beach, flashy kind of. You so St Kilda, Geelong. It, it might be your, might be your St Kilda type. Okay, player and oddly Graham Corns, I would say, is your Trevor Barker type player. Okay, because he Graham Corns was that Trevor Barker type player. Through the seventies, but Glenelg had a lot more success. So, you, you know, I would say Sturt is probably your Melbourne. Okay, they're, they're the two blues. The two blues. Good name. Norwood. So, who would be your next sort of hoity team in the AFL? Well, you got your Mel- Hawthorne. Hawthorne. So, wow. Nor- so Norwood might be like Hawthorne. Okay. Um. And then your real central districts would be like the Bulldogs. Oh, okay. Even though they are the Bulldogs. 
even though they are, yeah, so, so that real, just works. real working class. Hang on. What, what, Central District is out in Elizabeth, you know, oh, that's so where Jimmy the, Barnes grew up. If you've read Working Class Boy, you'll right. know what that was like I, out I, there. I, I haven't read it. So where did he grow up? Pretty, it's, pretty, <laughs> it's, a, it's a tough part of town. Okay. So that would be, I would say, the Western Bulldogs. Okay, all right. Uh, Port would be Collingwood. I had a mate who played for the say. Panthers. What are they? South Adelaide. Yeah. Uh, again, that's who Fitzy played for. That's his team. Um, again, we're working class, but down your kind of beach working class. All right. So Tess know. and I have got to choose teams, I guess. Uh, uh, I might put it. We'll put it to our listeners. What team should I support in the, the SNFL? Yeah. There we go. Yeah. I and did. if people have prepared to correct me on any of those, feel free. Absolutely. As well. Yeah. Because we are going to need to, if the SANFL is going to go ahead, we do need to embrace all of the state leagues. Yeah, totally. And everyone. Like, uh, we should get waffle teams. I, I go for Subiaco and the waffle because I did a gig for them. Oh, right, so. okay. I don't really, I don't have a waffle team. So let's find symmetry from AFL to SANFL to waffle teams. Yeah, and, and, and NEFL as well. So Queensland, yeah. Northern Territory. And you can adopt your, your own reasoning, whatever the reasons are, yep. as long as there's, you know... Some level of logic involved. TFL as well in Tasmania. I go for the Launceston Blues again because I did a gig for them. That's, right, okay. that's how I choose my team. See, I'd probably go. Are there how many teams in Launceston? Uh, no idea. All right, <laughs> only be, one, mate. There's only one worth knowing. I would be a Launceston team because of Hawthorne because I've been there mm. and watched footy a lot. Of course, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. This and I get the Launceston Comedy Festival in March, so you know. Oh, hey, I'm feeling good about the place. Does that exist? Okay. Uh, yeah, it did. It did. <laughs> Was it in March? Oh, no, it was last year. Oh, God, it was two years ago now. Yeah? Oh, oh well, my God. That's all you need. Um, yeah, so everyone, send us your, your local teams and why. Um, we did put it to the listeners, who should we go for in the Taiwanese baseball? And, oh, uh, we right, still yes. don't have a We still don't have a, a, a consensus yet. Tess is leaning towards the monkeys. There is, right. of course, also the brothers, whose logo is an elephant. Uh, yeah. There's also the lions and the guardians, and they're all back. Oh, now, by the way, b- before I reveal our team, Yes. Uh, they've allowed the crowds back in to the Taiwanese baseball. Oh, so there's no putting the faces on the mannequins anymore. The mannequins are still there because they're only allowing 1,000 people oh. per stadium. And I don't know how big the stadium are. Let's say 20,000. You did send me a picture of this. So it's it's one person per row. You have to wear a mask. You can't walk around. So right. you can't go get a beer, I guess, which is sad. Can you get a beer delivered to you? No, you wouldn't be able to, would you? I, I'm guessing not. And are they big beer drinkers in Taiwan? I don't know. They should be. Asian beers are great. Anyway, well, a call out to all our Taiwanese listeners. So yeah. Is, what, what are the levels of beer consumption in Taiwan? What's the drink of choice in Taiwan? Yeah. You're getting, uh, I know sake is Japanese, but you know, yeah, I well, I'll have a sake whilst watching uh, the monkeys. Who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> Uh, Please let us know on all the socials. Oh, and our Taiwanese baseball team is, we still don't know. Do you know what actually I'm going to do, yeah. Limo? Uh, and shout out to Tim Wilson, our Patreon. Oh, we yes. Have, we have a couple now, but he was our first. <laughs> yeah, great. Uh, Tim, you get to decide. You get to okay. choose our, our Taiwanese baseball Tim, team. choose our Taiwanese baseball team. And if Thank you me. would like to us to change to your uh, Taiwanese baseball team, join our Patreon and give us more money than Tim. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We're going to be easily swayed by money. So now, Danny, what I'm going to do, because we're stretching for AFL stories. We are. All the AFL presses, <laughs> they're full of top 10 lists. So oh, hey, okay. Okay. as, as yeah, an exercise, yep. we're going to go to a couple of different websites while we've got the computer here in front of us. Yeah. Click on AFL and we'll just look at the top few stories to see right. how they're filling the pages. Like this. So here, we'll start with Herald Sun, clicking on AFL, 
All right, STARS report for mandatory COVID testing, number okay, one. that's good. Then it's a year in the kennel, incredible behind-the-scenes pictures. Now, this is a uh, this is a story about a book that was pr- uh, published 10 years ago uh, right. where a photographer who works for the Herald Sun uh, took a lot of photos at, at Witten Oval. Right. Uh, yep, so that's a story saying that happened 10 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Michael Klein, the photographer there. Okay, next story. Re- Great photographer, by the way, good book. Relaunch bid. AFL sends updated protocols to SA's health officers. Okay, now that's actually news. That's news. That's, that's news. news. Uh, but this is the Herald Sun, so it's in Adelaide, so it's not news. The, uh, so the next one is podcast. Kosh made a total fool of himself. Uh, so this is a they're reporting on a podcast where people are having a crack at David. That's Kosh. John Anderson directing some strong words. Do you, Liam, I think I've worked out what's wrong with our podcast because a lot on? of these other podcasts then yeah. they they get things put on social media with or we make they make news by. Oh, by attacking people. Attacking people. Are we, uh, should okay. we just, I mean, we just listed all the Tigers players we hate. Can that be, can someone write an article of uh, we, Lee, Lehman and McGinley go to town on Richmond? Go, yeah, yeah. Attack, <laughs> attack Richmond players numbered 1 to 10. Yeah. <laughs> 11 to 20 next week. <laughs> that, that's news, isn't it? Well, Robbo does a 50 to 1. We'll just do... <laughs> 50 on players we hate. Of Richmond players we hate. <laughs> and there'll be, it'll be 44 Richmond players and six randoms <laughs> from somewhere else. Oh, six retired Richmond players. <laughs> uh, and then here we go. Uh, my players will play for free. This is Choco Williams, who's now coaching Werribee in the VFL. I didn't even know that. No, neither did I. I thought coaching he was Werribee. coaching a, a high school. Uh, love Choco. Uh, full extent of AFL job cuts revealed. Okay, okay. so that's... and. Memorable, here we go, this is a classic, uh, memorable coaching sprays and meltdowns. There we go. So that this is a top ten list, is it, I'm guessing? Uh, let's have a look. We'll go into the story. Because yeah, there hasn't been two. I haven't seen uh, top no, ten. No, they're just listing sprays. Kevin Sheedy, Mimotos, Alistair Clarkson. Uh, it's a listicle. Yeah, Malcolm Blight, Ron Barassi, Terry Wallace, Terry John Morsey, of course, Brenton Sanderson, Ken Sheldon, Nathan Sanderson. Buckley, Ron Barassi, two. Bretton Sanderson is right up there uh, as one of the most screwed over coaches. <laughs> Crows were doing really well, and then out of nowhere, he got—he just got the ass. He got, yeah. He's who, up there with uh, who coaches St Kilda now? He was at Carlton. Um, oh, like Brett, Brett Ratton. Brett Ratton. He totally gypped at Carlton. Brett Ratton beat Essendon by a hundred points. Yeah, lost the next game to Gold Coast, and then was out. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he copped it hard. All right, we go to the uh, age now. Now, so we go. <laughs> AFL on the age. Okay. Here we go. COVID-19 testing. Uh, AFL players begin coronavirus testing. This time it's Trent Cochin is the lead pitcher. He's quite, he's smiling. He's looking quite nice. Not not the Grim Reaper. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield said players will cop restrictions. Okay, well, All that's right. newsworthy. Port Adelaide hopeful SA will lift quarantine restrictions. Well, that's newsy. Mm-hmm. AFL players virtually housebound to justify exemptions. Isn't that funny? Richard Hines tweeted, which I thought he made a really good point. Last week the headline was, Players forced to uh, live away from home this week. Players prisoners in their own houses. So I'm like, geez, guys, what do you you want? Uh, North Melbourne ask AFL for four Hobart games in revised fixture. Okay. Okay. Oh, and Wayne Carey's written a story, why I turned down meeting Muhammad Ali twice. Uh, Twice. Well, there you go. What do you you reckon the reason was? He was just a Uh, big fan of George Foreman? Well, you know what? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say nerves. And the reason I say that is because Wayne Carey told me a story about being in a bar in Las Vegas. And he was walking through the bar and he heard a guy yell out, hey, duck. 
and he turned around and it was Jeff Fennick. Okay. So he went and had a beer with Jeff Fennick and Jeff Fennick said to him, hey, I'm uh, meeting a mate of mine here. Do you want to hang around and have a drink with us? He goes, sure. And his mate was Mike Tyson. Oh, wow. So, and Duck told me that when he met Mike Tyson, he was so nervous because Mike Tyson was his hero ah, that right. he could barely talk. Uh-huh. And the three of them went out to dinner together and he said, it wasn't a babbling mess, but he said he was so nervous he didn't know what to say to Mike Tyson. And then while the three of them were having dinner together, Mark Philippoussis walked into the restaurant and they called him over. So the four, so Mark Philippoussis, Mike Tyson, Wayne Carey and Jeff Fennick. All, all walk into a bar. All walk into a bar. What a great story. And so Wayne Carey says nothing apparently. <laughs> yeah, nothing. So they all had dinner together in Las Vegas. Anyway, that's how I remember the story. I, I would I would much rather if the, the reason uh, uh, turned out to be that Muhammad Ali was actually just a big Swans fan and the 96 grand final hurt a lot. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's find out. Oh, yeah, he's, so he's saying he's admired him and then I'm sure uh, I'm not going to go and read the story. Would you, well, if you admire someone that much, I don't care how nervous you get. I wouldn't, I would, I would be so nervous meeting Billy Connolly, but I'm not going to turn down the opportunity to meet him. Uh, yeah, no, you wouldn't, you wouldn't turn it down. I'm trying to think who I, like I've Mike, been I understand lucky. not wanting to meet Mike Tyson because, you know, he, he oh, might belt the crap yeah, out of you. Yeah, this is at the end of this article. But while I never did see Muhammad Ali, I did eventually meet the man who was possibly the second best heavyweight boxer of all time, Mike Tyson. He was willing to retirement when we caught up in Las Vegas Cafe in a meeting organised by Jeff Fennick, Aussie tennis star Mark Philippoussis was also there. Well, there you go. What if, uh, Wayne Carey, what if, what if you met Will Smith, uh, but Will Smith was in character as Muhammad Ali? Oh, not bad. Could you? Could, yeah. there's, there's, and then you can you can just get used to it. Uh, who would you like to meet in character, oh. as opposed to the actual person themselves? Oh, I mean, Will Smith as Muhammad Ali is a good one. Yeah. So, oh yeah, does this have to be someone who played a real person, or no, it, could someone, be, it could be. Anyone. You don't want to, like you know the actors. Apparently, a bit of a like Jim Carrey is apparently a bit just insane. Yeah, but, uh, it'd which be fun we, to have a beer with Ace Ventura. Oh yeah, well that's that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so who well, George, well Harrison Ford is notoriously difficult. Yes. But which of his characters would oh, you like to have? Indiana Jones or Han Solo? I'd go Indiana Jones. Oh, I think I'd go Indiana Jones. He's got better stories. Dad, he's, yeah, he's a pretty cool dude. Yeah. yeah. And Han Solo would always be looking over his shoulder in case a bounty hunter's coming. Oh, yeah, forward. yeah. All right, what about Nicolas Cage? Oh, no, I want to meet Nick Cage. Oh, you want to meet the actual yeah, guy himself? Or, or I guess um, my favourite Nick Cage film is Con Air. Uh, mm. But the character he plays, Cameron Poe, is actually a bit of a do-gooder, so he's not as fun. Right. Uh, oh, I see, I wouldn't mind. See, I love Red Rock West. It's a great Nicolas Cage film. What year is that from? I don't know. Oh, that's early 90s. It's an absolute classic. Okay. I think it's just after Raising Arizona. And uh, Wild at Heart. Actually, that's the Nicolas Cage I'd want to have a drink with. Wild at Heart? Wild at Heart, yeah. I'll go National Treasure where he plays Ben Gates. Which, have you ever seen uh, National no, Treasure? No. It's like Da Vinci Code made by Disney. <laughs> right. And except it's all about America and how the founding, founding fathers were all Freemasons who had the lost gold and it's it's very MacGyverish. It's It's right. definitely worth uh, probably four beers before you start <laughs> and another six as you go and it's the most fun you'll have. <laughs> right, okay. I'm doing it. Uh, so that's the uh, that's the age. Now we're going we to go to... By the way, tell us your actor that you want to. You know, oh yeah, get involved. Who would you like to? Who would you like to meet? 
Uh, as Which that, character, not the actor. As that character. Yeah. What about Will Ferrell? Oh, which ca- which would like to meet him in character as? Oh, Rick, I, my favourite Will Ferrell is uh, Talladega Nights, but I don't think I want to meet Ricky Bobby. I, you know what? I want to meet the. Um, oh, what's the one where he plays basketball? Oh, the, semi-pro. Semi-pro. <laughs> That's the guy I want to hang out with. <laughs> Sean Connery. Who would you like to meet him as? Oh, as, Bond. As Bond, Bond. Yeah. Oh, which Bond do you want to meet? Uh, oh, oh yeah, no, Sean Connery. You reckon you're yeah, Sean Connery? Yeah. I reckon Roger Moore would be more fun. 100%. Um, yeah, no. Sean Connery. And Dan last, Timothy Dalton. As it, well, his bond Tim- was so intense, but Timothy Dalton's great fun. Timothy, yeah, Timothy Dalton's bond. I'd rather, yeah, I would so much rather meet Timothy Dalton than Timothy Dalton. Jack Timothy, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. See, I would rather meet Daniel Craig Bond than Daniel Craig. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. And Matt yep. Damon as Jason Bourne. Rather than Matt Damon, who's notoriously the nicest guy in the yeah, world. Yeah, I know, but I still, but I like, but that Jason Bourne character is just tough. Oh, okay, and, how, tough here's cool. a tough one for you. Yeah, uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, or Tony Stark. Oh, Tony Stark. Robert Downey Jr. would have better gear though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. Tony Stark's got some good tricks going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I'd go by Tony gear. Down. I mean, oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good one yeah. on the ABC. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, we'll go to the ABC website and just. All right. It. ABC uh, have won, by the way, for me this week. Um, worst content, uh, and it was just our old episodes. But uh, no, no, it was, um, they put up a list of the best team of players with animal nicknames. The best teams with animal nicknames. No, no, no. So the best team made up of players who have animal nicknames. Oh, God. And it was a rugby league one, so I don't remember too much. But uh, oh. you don't, that bot, it's not even the bottom of the barrel. The bottom yeah. of the barrel has rotted away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's when I read the best five players in 2025, I thought, <laughs> hey, we have jumped the shark big time here, guys. Actually, okay. We were, I, was, I suggested to Tess we could have a segment uh, of our own list. So I'm going to do it now, right now. Here's our, yeah. This is the They Came to Play list of the week. All right. Apart from okay. which, yeah. which, which place uh, Lemo, what's your favourite uh, Port Adelaide AFL Premiership? <laughs> My favourite Port Adelaide <laughs> AFL. AFL Premiership. Ah, uh, not SNFL. My favourite. Uh, look, I'm going to have to go with 2004. It was a good one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just special. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, send in your nomination. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're on the ABC website now and the AFL section. Here are the top stories. Uh, naysayers told Daisy Pierce she would get breast cancer playing footy. She knew they were wrong. Hang on, hang on. What's that story? Hang on. Naysayers told Daisy Pierce she would get breast cancer playing footy. Is that, are they just reporting what people yell from the sides now? It's a, weird, it's a very weird thing. For, this is like... This is I like, mean, I get the feeling that that... Ray Chamberlain was informed that he was actually a white <laughs> maggot. Yeah. I get the feeling that's got to be just some douchebag on Twitter, doesn't it? Yeah. Who of any... Who worth taking note of would say... Playing footy is going to give you. Let's uh, revealing she was even subjected to a weird theory. Yeah, she was subjected to a weird theory. Where did you, was it written on a toilet wall? Was yeah, this yeah. was this was it Pete Evans saying unless you buy this light? <laughs> no, that's it. It was Pete Evans. <laughs> we got it. God, well, I don't know why they hired him as as the, the coach at Melbourne. <laughs> Although, given their previous hiring policies, I'm not surprised. <laughs> uh, what else? AFL Home and Away format plans dealt major blow by SA Health authorities. Mm. 
Well, isn't that interesting? So ABC are saying that um, the Port and Crows won't be able to play in the AFL, whereas Seven uh, are saying, oh, no, it's fine, but you quote that to the Port Adelaide chairman. Uh, yeah. So uh, well, who knows what the who knows what's going on? Flu shot not mandatory for AFL players. Now this is interesting. The the NRL players are saying you know we don't want well see you know, Gold Coast Titans players. It's, yeah. all, it's always around that uh, Byron Bay area that you get the people who yes. don't want the flu vaccine. Oh, okay. They always say you don't know what's in these uh, vaccines. Now. Do do these uh, NRL players know what's in uh, anaesthetic? Because when you're getting your knee reconstructed, yeah, how committed are you? Anaesthetic stuff, <laughs> stuff that you know anesthesizes you. Yeah, so you know that could be just as dangerous as uh, as a vaccine. <laughs> so how committed are you? Come on, <laughs> if you don't want a needle of something yeah. you don't want to have, in it, all right, fine. We're gonna fix your <laughs> fix your knee. Uh, and you can just bite down yeah, on this stick. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're making a very good point. The NRL is full of anti-vaxxers at the moment, apparently. Um, can you imagine, uh, like, let's just bring this back to AFL. Can you imagine uh, Alistair Clarkson being fine with one of his players not taking the flu vaccine on moral ground? Yeah, fine, mate. You can you could be out for three yeah. weeks and uh, possibly infect the rest That's of the fine. team. Yeah, mate. On moral grounds yeah. or medical grounds or whatever the grounds are that you're not taking your... Your bloody vaccine. Um, I see uh, Reverend Kenneth Copeland in the States. Oh, KC. Been, yeah, he's been getting rid of the coronavirus through Jesus. Jesus oh. has been condemning it and killing it on a weekly basis for the last six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know when it's going to finally deliver the killer blow. Uh, but he's, he's, just, he's just drawing it out. He's, he's drawing it's it out. and Frazier. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus versus Corona. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus v COVID-19. Oh, this is one hell of a battle. Rumble in your immune system. <laughs> oh, Satan really has put up a hell of a fight this time. He turned into a virus. That's, that's, that's... I can't wait to see the 30 for 30. Um, <laughs> Jesus v COVID-19. Oh, did you see that when that, who's the, uh, Alex Jones? The InfoWars oh, guy. And he said, I'll eat your ass? No, no, he said... Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Did you say that? Oh, All right, I'll miss, explain that after your I story. I miss that. He goes, he goes, COVID-19, it's not like it's a new virus. We've had 18 other versions of this. That's why it's called COVID-19. <laughs> and they were saying that on Fox News as well. Yeah, which is not accurate. And it's, then someone came out and said, no, it's COVID-19 because it was discovered in 2019. Yeah. That's why it's COVID-19. Jeez, he, he would be terrible uh, watching a, like a Star Trek film, just going, this is number six. They've beaten the Klingons in five other movies. Why are we bothering? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to see Apollo 13. I haven't seen the first 12. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Yeah. Um, he also, he was talking about, um, you know, if, if stuff really goes badly, we might have to turn to cannibalism. And he, he said he looked yeah. at his neighbours and he was and he actually said the phrase, I'll eat your ass. I will eat your ass. Yeah. Actually, I did say that. Yeah, what a what a lovely offer from Alex Jones <laughs> to his neighbour. <laughs> when it gets lonely <laughs> around the Jones house, lock your front doors. Uh, well, on that uh, ass-eating note... <laughs> <laughs> Let's sign off for this week. Uh, Tess so, Armstrong, we miss you. She'll be back. We do. Alex Rance, what do you reckon? No. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we uh, – so what's the homework for everyone? Tell us uh, Tell us your state league teams. Uh, yeah, and connected to an AFL. So what's 
the links from AFL teams across to SNFL, Waffle, Tassie, wherever, whatever yep. other teams. And uh, tell us your Taiwanese. Oh, give us money and then we'll go for your Taiwanese baseball team. Taiwanese baseball team. Patreon. Also, just to keep the podcast afloat. Yeah, you know, we're all, of course. We're all straight. If you're lucky enough to still have one of those, I believe they're called jobs. Uh, you've got one of those. I've heard of them. Yeah. I think I saw someone going to one this morning. Whoa. They looked smart and they'd shaved. Ugh, yeah, yuck. weird. I know. <laughs> uh, and do uh, follow, follow us on uh, Twitter and uh, Facebook, Instagram. Um, and if you're still having trouble downloading or, or, or someone is speaking to you about uh, how hard it is to download on the Apple uh, website, we are aware of that. We have producers looking into it. Uh, you might have to resubscribe, but we are on Spotify, so tell them to check us out on Spotify. Get involved right there. Uh, Danny McGinley, thank you. Go dogs. Go the Hawks. <laughs>